Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Monday, September 18th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. In Wagner's largest African outpost, Russian Deputy Defense Minister Yunus Bek Yevkorov and General Andrei Vifavaryanov of the Russian Military Intelligence Agency, the GRU, visited Bangui, the capital of the Central African Republic. They informed car officials that the Russian presence would continue, but under the command of Russia's defense ministry. The U.S. Treasury sanctioned four Wagner-linked groups operating in car's gold industry, while an investigative group found that a company connected to the group won government concessions to log more than 700 square miles of timber in the forests. Next, the first civilian cargo ships arrived at the seaport of Chornomorsk in Ukraine since Russia's withdrawal from a grain deal. These vessels are the first to reach one of the ports since Russia's withdrawal from an agreement designed to ensure safe grain exports from the invaded country's ports. Ukraine has sought to reroute transport through the Danube River and road and rail links into Europe, but transport costs are much higher. Ukrainian forces have captured the village of Klishchivka from Russian troops after months of fierce fighting, seen as an important tactical victory. In other news, a drone attack temporarily shut down three Moscow-area airports, as Ukraine pressed its effort to give Muscovites a taste of the war that has battered Ukraine since Russia's invasion began almost 19 months ago. Ukraine has not specifically claimed responsibility for the attacks, but has defended them as fair play, citing the beating Ukraine cities have taken from Russian rockets and mortars since the war began. The Ukraine Defense Contact Group will gather Tuesday in Germany for its monthly update meeting. Meanwhile, the UK government has released a report saying that Chinese spies are targeting British officials holding sensitive positions in politics, business, and defense. MI5 has stated it is conducting seven times as many investigations of Chinese activity as it did in 2018. The United Kingdom government has launched a unit to safeguard elections from foreign interference. Next. Taiwan's defense ministry has reported a sharp rise in Chinese military activities near the island, warning that such behavior could lead to an increase in tensions. China is also bolstering its air power facing Taiwan, with a permanent deployment of new fighters and drones at expanded airbases. China's government unveiled a new path towards integrated development with Taiwan, including proposals to make it easier for Taiwanese people to live, study, and work in China. In other news, a UN conference voted to list prehistoric ruins near the ancient West Bank city of Jericho as a World Heritage Site in Palestine, a decision likely to anger Israel, which controls the territory and does not recognize a Palestinian state. The Palestinian Authority welcomed the designation of Teles Sultan, saying it testifies to the authenticity and history of the Palestinian people. Moving on, a newly revealed letter from the Vatican Archives suggests that World War II era Pope Pius IX was aware of Holocaust atrocities, undercutting earlier Vatican arguments justifying the Pope's wartime silence on the Holocaust. 
Holocaust survivors have lobbied to freeze his sainthood process. In his book, The Pope at War, historian David Kurtzer argued that Pius put the Catholic Church ahead of moral leadership, fearful that hostility toward Hitler might cause countries to break with the Church. Also, aid workers are reporting the magnitude of the crisis in Libya, following floods that killed thousands after the Mediterranean Sea Cyclone. Survivors are in desperate need of food, drinking water, shelter, and clean clothes. Turkey has dispatched warships, including its only aircraft carrier, to eastern Libya, along with personnel and vehicles. The disaster and its aftermath have cast a spotlight on Russian-backed militia leader Khalifa Haftar, whose forces and an allied government control eastern Libya. Next, witnesses reported that the Sudanese capital of Khartoum was engulfed in flames as paramilitary forces attacked the army headquarters for the second day in a row. The violence has also spread to the western region of Darfur. More than 5 million people have been displaced, including 2.8 million who have fled the relentless airstrikes, artillery fire, and street battles in Khartoum's densely populated neighborhoods. Lastly, Indian shares are set to begin a holiday truncated week on a cautious note as investors digest economic data from China and look ahead to the U.S. Federal Reserve's policy meeting. Foreign investors bought shares on a net basis on Friday, while their domestic peers bought equity. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.